This is 5 Minute Friday, episode number 266, Exploration versus Exploitation. Welcome back to the Super Day Science Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Super excited to have you back here on the show. It's super windy, and that's because I'm at the top of Mount Batur in Bali. It's uh, 5, I think it's like 5.50 a.m. Uh, and I'm up here, it's 5.43 a.m. Up here with some friends for the sunrise. The sun is, you can barely see it on the horizon behind, um, behind Lombok, behind the mountains in Lombok. And uh, it's getting beautiful. It's, uh, it's just amazing. So it was about a, almost a two hour hike to get here. Very excited. You might know from previous episodes how much I like hiking. Um, yeah, so I thought I'll just start this recording from here and uh, probably I will continue it um, not in such a windy place. So yeah, I just wanted to share this bit with you and uh, I will continue in a second. All right, and we're back. So got off the mountain and a few days later now I'm sitting in a studio, well, semi, semi-studio, Skype call phone booth at one of the co-working places at the dojo in uh, Changu. And uh, yeah, so really that was a really cool hike hope uh, hope you got a little bit maybe of a feel for that energy at the start of the audio and uh, here we're going to continue with the five minute friday episode and the topic is exploration versus exploitation so what does that mean well what i've noticed is that when we're building artificial intelligence we try to mimic the human brain we try to recreate a neural network um, and kind of learn from the way that humans learn or from the way that humans make decisions and do things. Well, there's at least one thing that I've noticed that we can actually learn the other way around. Something we can learn from neural networks and from artificial intelligence itself and integrate more into our life. And that is the concept of exploration and exploitation. So the whole field of reinforcement learning especially online reinforcement learning, is built around the concept of balancing out exploration and exploitation. And what does that mean? Well, what it means is that if you are, uh, by the way, if you've done our machine learning, it is at course, and we discuss this in quite a bit of detail in the um, upper confidence bound algorithm or, Tom, or Thompson sampling. Um, but that also applies to other types of reinforcement learning algorithms, which we talk, talk about in the artificial intelligence areas, of course. So basically, if you are building a reinforcement learning algorithm, it has to, um, which is working online, basically meaning that it, data is coming in. For instance, let's say it's a reinforcement learning algorithm that is um, optimizing advertising for a website. So you have um, five different types of ads and they need to be displayed to users and so basically it can it every time a user clicks on a page or enters a page it has to pick which ads to display to the user in this case um, and what it can do is it can basically it can get some data so it needs to build up some data because at the start it has no idea which ads which out of the five ads performs the best so it has no idea so it can gather some data around the ads so like basically by exploring by trying out these ads and then you'll find that for instance ad number two uh, performs quite well 
Well, at that point, it can continue using ad number two and exploit these insights that ad number two seems to be the best. And it can continue um, exploit, exploiting that and getting the higher conversion rate. But the thing is, it cannot know at that stage for sure because what if ad number two, what if that is just a fluke? What if that we've just found we don't have enough data yet to sufficiently tell? Um, what if what if that's like a sampling error or what if actually ad number two isn't the best ad out there? That we haven't done enough exploration that we need to check the other four ads more in order to determine which one is truly the best. Um, and then in that case, we need to do more exploration. And so in that sense, there's a balance. What do we do? What do we, we focus on? Do we focus on exploring these options and therefore we'll have an opportunity cost because we're not using the best ad, right? One of them is the best ad. And because we're not using the best ad, we're not displaying the best ad to our users, there's an opportunity cost of exploring. On the other hand, if we're exploiting something that we think is the best, there's, an, uh, there's a risk that it's actually not the best. And we're going down the wrong path. And there's other things out there for us, in this case, for other ads that might be performing better and we just haven't spent enough time exploring them. So therefore, there's a balance and it's quite an interesting uh, problem to solve and the differences between different reinforcement learning algorithms, for instance, uh, upper confidence balance versus um, the Thompson sampling algorithm is how, how right their balance is in that sense or how accurate how which one is better at balancing those two things out and therefore gets better results and and of course the other learning algorithms also need to look into that problem and address it in their own ways and what i mean by us being able to copy that from artificial intelligence or integrate more into life is that we can actually we as humans we tend to fall into patterns once we see that something is working for us we tend to just repeat that and not go out of our comfort zone in order to explore new things. For example, you might uh, be in the pattern of buying, um, of driving, of taking the same route to work, you know, driving the same way or walking the same through the same roads and so on. Or you might be in the pattern of going on holiday in the same places. You might be in the pattern of buying the same groceries to cook the same dishes. Uh, you might be in a pattern of um, you know, where, where you have your coffee or tea during your lunch break or how you spend your lunch break. You might be in the pattern of the type of music that you listen to. So you found basically often what happens is as humans, we find a local extremum, something that works really well. And if you shift a little bit to the left, a little bit to the right, it doesn't feel as good. And therefore, we think this is the best option for us full stop. But at the same time, that might not be the case. And if you spend a bit more time and effort on exploration, um, you might, might get better results. So for instance, you might think that, you might feel that the job you're in is, uh, is the best option for you. And you've tried a little bit to the left, a little bit to the right, and you know that doesn't really work for you. But maybe there can be more exploration that can be put into, into effect there. Um, it goes pretty much for anything in life. And the, but the interesting thing I find is that it's not about just blindly jumping into exploration and like replacing all of your habits with um, just random uh, tries of different new things. No, it's actually a balance. And that's what I like about it, that 
you got to figure out, all right, where is the balance for me in, in this specific aspect of my life in terms of exploration versus exploitation? So I'll give you an example. Um, I'm in Changu in Bali right now, a city which I really like. Um, I, can't even, <laughs> I don't think you can call it a city. It's more of a, a town or you know, village slash town. Uh, very, very nice place. Uh, great energy here. And that's why I come here, because of the energy. Um, and here is lots of things to do for any taste and, and habits and whatever you want. You know, like you can go surfing, you can work is a great co-working place here. You can go do yoga. There's lots of yoga places. You can do meditation. Uh, you can party. There's, a, there's like whole parts of the city, of town where the people are just partying. You can eat a lot of really great food. You can drink a lot if you want. Um, you can network. There's lots of different people here, interesting entrepreneurs and uh, people working away or people on holidays. Um, you can stay in your hotel. You can live in an expensive hotel. You can live in, a, um, in an Airbnb. You can live in a homestay. There's, there's lots of variety here. And when, like I was here last year, and what I did last year was I predominantly worked at the dojo and I went, uh, which is a co-working place, and then I went to the yoga studio called The Practice. And uh, Carl Massey, the founder and one of the founders of The Practice, he was on the podcast. If you go to superdayassignments.com slash podcast, you can search for his episode. I don't remember off the top of my head, but really great episode about being happy. And you know, the, he wrote the book, The Guidebook to Happiness. Really cool, really cool guy, really cool place to practice. Um, and so when I came here, I already had this routine in mind. I already had this, like I, was, I already had in mind how I'm going to exploit what I've already found last year, what I found last year. And I was going to, you know, go to Shady Shack, which is the uh, place uh, where you can get really good vegan food, really, really nice place for lunch or maybe dinner or dinner for dinner, go to uh, have it by the beach and then go to the practice and go to the dojo. Um, but things didn't turn out exactly that, that way. And one of the reasons was at the practice at the yoga studio, they no longer have yin yoga, which I was a big fan of. And, uh, and I was actually also open to exploring. So I was, I was thinking to myself, oh, what else can I do? You know, let's not, let's not get into this whole pattern. And then I'm actually glad things worked out this way because the other thing I was looking forward to doing is doing a bit of calisthenics where you use your own body weight to train your muscles. And through searching for calisthenics, I found this really cool other gym, which is called Nirvana Strength. And that's a world-class gym for Olympic gymnastics. So you've got the rings, you've got the stall bars, you've got you know, the mats, you've got everything there. And it's in Changu. It's like so crazy. Not, not every city, like even in Australia, I don't know of even one gym like that, that I can, you know, I, I've heard of, I've seen... And there's like one massive one here in Changu, and they've got really cool sauna, cold pool, and so on. And so I thought to myself, well, let me try that out. And like I liked it so much that I'm instead of going to the practice every day of the week as I was doing last year, this year I'm going to Nirvana Strength every day of the year. And there's no right or wrong. I'm not saying one is better than the other. It's just like in for me right now, Nirvana Strength works better. And what I'm learning there, you know, how to do push-ups properly, how to do pull-ups, and whatever else, that's really exciting and interesting. And had I not been open to exploration, I would have not found that. I would have been in the old pattern. And, you know, my life would have been different. Of course, I would have learned things and, 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 and um, you know, had a great time probably as well. 
But I'm glad I was open to the exploration because that added some something new to my life. At the same time, it's a balance, right? So at the same time, I'm balancing out. I'm not exploring crazily around everything. The, for instance, I'm still, you know, having several meals a week at Shady Shack because I know that's a great place. I'm exploring some other places to have food, but I am balancing that out with exploiting the places I already know. Um, and yeah, and also the area that I'm mostly in of Chenggu because, you know, it's quite spread out. I could be in a different area, but I know I like this area. So I'm, in, I'm exploring being in this area. So basically the moral here is that in life, we can fall into patterns, and as humans, we tend to fall into patterns of exploitation, and we're not open enough to exploration. Doesn't mean that we need to go crazy about exploration and just completely forget about exploiting the useful things that we've found, or the useful patterns that we've found. It's just a matter of balance. And so my call to you this weekend is have a think about where do you, where are you in a pattern um, where are you like over exploiting things in your life when you could actually be more open to exploration and it wouldn't, it wouldn't be too risky. It wouldn't be too much out of your comfort zone that it's like you know, moving to a new country. It's okay for some people, for some people that might be a bit too much as a first step. Something maybe small that you can change your exploitation for exploration and be, but you have to be kind of aware and prepared that there might be short-term losses or short-term, not necessarily financial losses, but what I'm talking about, like short-term sacrifices that you might have to do, uh, undergo in order to have that exploration. Because any kind of exploration, you they can be a hit and miss. You might get better results, you might get worse results, you might enjoy things more, enjoy things less. But you know that's a process, that's a journey. So where in your life are you prepared to make a little bit of a sacrifice, take a bit of risk in order to, but in order to facilitate some exploration and potentially find something new for yourself that you might enjoy as well or might enjoy more. So there you go. That's uh, the balance between exploration and exploitation and how does it apply to your life. Thanks so much for being here today. I look forward to seeing you back here next time. Until then, happy analyzing. <laughs>